Good evening, family, and a very, very happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope you had a great meal. I, I'm like half awake, half not. I'm on my, my tryptophan. 
That's right. I'm sure most of you all too. But we had to do a little Thanksgiving special. We've got uh, John here tonight, MSM Liars, because it's Thursday and because we love him. And you can come on anytime he wants to anyways, and he knows that. And then um, Boylan may be joining us here in a bit because he wanted to come on and read um, watching his declaration on Thanksgiving. So if he can get his phone to work, he will be on with us. But guys, I uh, hope you all had an absolutely beautiful day. It was a wonderful here, nice weather, got a little bit of sunshine. Uh, Going to be really cold next week. We're popping down into the 20s. So I know, John, look at that frown on his face. You guys can't see it, but it's there. Episode 491, Kilted Christians, Thanksgiving Prayers. Let us get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. Once again, for those of you that had not chance to say hello to, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and say hello, everybody, real quick. Actually, first, I got to tell you, last couple of days, um, we haven't had the show because um, I had some issues with PayPal and Podbean getting on the same page, and they did an investigation, couldn't get into my show, and uh, got it finally taken care of yesterday. So thank you, Podbean. If you guys are listening, you guys did phenomenal, and I appreciate you getting to the bottom of this because... It was a pain in my butt, anything, dealing with anything, because neither company knows the other company or what they need, so it was just back and forth, and nobody wants to talk anymore, you know? It's hard emailing messages, trying to explain stuff when you could just do it on the phone, but no one wants to talk anymore except for AI. I don't like talking to AI. Enough said. We'll go ahead and say how to live in great dinner tonight. Um, it was, uh, she made a really great turkey. It was uh, very moist. Um, stuffing was awesome. We had uh, asparagus wrapped in bacon with brown sugar and teriyaki, twice-baked potatoes, yeast rolls, cream corn. Did I miss anything? Regular corn. Yeah, regular corn. <laughs> and some pecan pie. And pecan pie. Pecan, pecan guys. Pecan pie. <laughs> okay, everybody, do you say pecan or you say pecan? Yeah, well, they're going to type it in there and it's spelled the same, so. No. <laughs> Is it pecan or pecan? Just P-C- say living or? Joseph. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's spelled P-E-C-A-N no. instead of C-O-N, pecan. Can. <laughs> See? I can. Can. Mimo says can. Yeah, I yeah. said con. See, I'm not I'm not the only crazy southern <laughs> redneck in here. <laughs> I always, I've always called it pecan and I always get corrected. <laughs> anyway, we had a great, we had a great um, dinner. We, our, our chicken turned out amazing. I put it in a bag and threw all kinds of herbs in it and some stuffing and it was really good we had a good dinner yeah we've got two more of those dinners coming because we had so much and like wow i I filled my plate like two stories high yeah and got through it nathan did the same we we all just gorged until we couldn't eat anymore um i felt stuff like the turkey and uh now we've got two more days of it yeah we can do some i mean (laughs) it literally literally fell off the bone i put it in a bag and normally i uh, flip my bird upside down, do breasts on the bottom, you know, and then I flip it about an hour and a half before. And uh, I didn't have to do that. It was it was awesome. I was surprised too. I came out great and I'm yeah. still stuffed. I haven't even had dessert yet. Because no, he hasn't. I'm like, I'm like, need more room and a long nap. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of long naps, naps. <laughs> I know John came in here is like, I said, we only have an hour show tonight because we got stuff to do. And he was like, good, I need a nap. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. I made my first uh, 
first Thanksgiving turkey for everybody tonight. So I was, oh, I was awesome. all day, but it turned out awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to be bringing some of our leftovers out to Steve Cusick. The bird, Steve Cusick. The oh, bird. Very nice. <laughs> the very bird. Nice. Is yeah, that, it turned out really well, though. We had all the fixings, too. So oh, yeah. All the fixings, see, man? No. You, so you got fixings coming out of your mouth, but no pecan. Yeah. <laughs> no. Didn't you go to a farm and get your bird? Did we I read did. that? I got. I picked it up Tuesday. They 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 took care of it Tuesday morning. Now, how was that? Did, did you, was could delicious. you tell the difference? When I cut into it, it ran out. Like the juices literally. Oh, I, I I thought you meant the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I cut into it after I cooked, cooked it, it. <laughs> I cut the turkey and it ran out. <laughs> yeah, it took it off took, out the door. I'm like, man, I think, <laughs> I think the drip the fan dose on the fresh farm raised turkeys is a lot heavier oh really oh I, like yeah. i said it's trip to fantasia today yeah they were, i like <laughs> that man trip to fantasia that's what we should have named the show trip, right. trip to fantasia oh i bet it was delicious though it was delicious yeah it's, it's a I've lot. Never... i, I prefer it over frozen bird any day oh nice. you know i just oven roasted it you know took about three and a half by three three <laughs> hours 45 minutes jay we says maybe kill the turkey first <laughs> <laughs> i know right. we, but, we <laughs> So I went back and watched. There's a uh, one of the greatest episodes of all times is considered the I thought turkeys could fly episode of a show called WKRC. I remember WKRC. that. Oh, where they dropped them out of the helicopter? They dropped the live turkeys out of the helicopters because they thought they could fly. And they were splatting all over the place. Les Nessman's like, uh, what is it? They look like uh, bags of wet cement. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you guys remember the um, WKRP in Cincinnati? I used to love that show, man. Mm -hmm. That was that was the way to go. I think most of the people in here are, are right about our age, so they, they all know what that show is. Oh, yeah. And it brings back so much nostalgia for me because my dad worked across the river in Cincinnati. He worked for uh, it was a steel company that was across the river in Cincinnati, and then he worked for uh, Cincinnati Gas and Electric as an electrician. And both of those were across the river. So when I was five, six years old, I would sit and watch that show. And I loved when the beginning came on because it showed the bridges, it showed downtown. Oh, yeah. And anytime I went over to work with him, I got to go across the bridges and we went downtown and we were in around down there. And it, it just brings up the nostalgia of what the city used to look like 30, 40 years ago versus what it looks like well, now. They don't make good quality it, shows like that either. Oh, man, that show was great. Well, it's it imagine that coming on today. It'd be flagged and shut down and and canceled oh, yeah. because of all the uh, all of the dark humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think the same people that did that show did uh, Carol Burnett and uh, a couple other of those big comedies back. Oh yeah, then. yeah. And like I said today, man, everyone's real cautious and. They've got a like like Hallmark. We we joke about this now. Like Hallmark used to be like the wholesome shows that you would go see, but now they they have to put gay couples in in almost every new show coming on, or you know, it's just you don't get your cable spot otherwise. Yeah, exactly. They'll they'll end up removing their channel. And we got a uh, Borleman here with us. What's up, Jason? Hey guys. I'm Good to be here. Sorry I'm glad I you made late. it. Oh, not a not a problem. Phone problems, but uh, I'm here now. Well, we're glad to have you, man. How was your, your dinner? Oh, it was great. Uh, so uh, I, I had to tell you the last two years for Thanksgiving for me um, has been has been awesome because I'm the one who gets to take meals from the church and go deliver them to shut-ins and 
elderly and and those other people around our community and so um people who don't have family and stuff like that so um you know middle of the day we had uh we had uh the meal at, at church and we had probably i don't know about 20 people that came that were unexpected and we had meals for all of them oh, and nice. then uh, we had leftovers and so i got to go deliver um meals to uh to shut-ins this afternoon and so um that it was awesome that, that's that was my thanksgiving it's, it's that way for thanksgiving and christmas the last couple of years it's it's best part of the holiday for me oh that is awesome that is that is really cool we're gonna um our festivities are I imagine gonna be beginning with the decorations and stuff in flemingsburg i'm looking forward to getting a chance to see how what how much they get into decorating around here i'd imagine like i said it starts more they already got the tree up and then um, next week and the weekend after, they got the ice skate rink that's going to be going in here for a weekend. And I'm, you know where I'll be. I'll be on the ice from the moment it opens until the moment it closes. Cross checking six year olds into the side walls. They probably won't let me bring the stick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm only going to mention don't, one. Don't break yourself there, Duncan. I'm going to try not to. Um, I'm going to try not to run kids over. Yeah. Hey, you I, see, every time I get out on the baseball field, I learn my lesson on my age. Yeah. I, I need to see if I can find my helmet. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll borrow somebody's football helmet. Does it come with headgear? What's that? Does it come with the headgear? Yes. Remember that movie? I forget what movie that was. Well, I got my, mine's got a cage on it. The face cage? Yeah, the face the cage because I'm a wuss. And I don't like yeah, taking pucks to the face. You don't, just, you don't just you like me. But um, I'm only going to mention one thing about news tonight. And we're just going to kind of just a casual thing. I just wanted an excuse to hang out with you guys. Missed you the last couple of days. And uh, I know uh, Boilerman wanted to come on and, and recite George Washington. So we're going to let him do that here in a moment. The only news that I'm even going to talk about tonight um, is what's going on right now over in Dublin, over in Ireland. So um, oh, yeah. they've got a big uh, immigration problem. I mean, fortunately, we don't have that here because it could be messy just like that. But apparently one of the immigrants went and stabbed a bunch of kids and a bunch of women. And the Irish people are not happy and they're rebelling right now. The first thing they did was went and burnt down the Holiday Inn Express where they were holding the migrants. And, they're, and then they moved over to the uh, one of the city buildings, didn't they? Yeah, one of the city buildings, they're torching cars. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Guys, we're going to be seeing this here soon, and this is what they've done. So they called in the military against the people, not the immigrants, the people, because the people were hunting immigrants. And then they are now saying that this was um, a product. You ready for this? I know this is new. White supremacy and far right wingers. That's right, guys. Protecting your children and wanting people not to stab your children randomly is now a right wing extremist action. I think the problem that we're having or that we're not seeing in America right now is that um, if you have to look at Ireland or England and look at the, the, the square miles and the people that are in those square miles, mm -hmm. um, we have a, a huge bigger problem here. We do. I just think that we're not seeing it yet. We, we, you see it in the big cities, Portland, Seattle, Chicago. New York, we're, we're seeing it there, but, um, it's, it's not as widespread to the rest of the country because the United States is so big. That's what I would, yeah, that's what I was talking about with my family earlier is that, you know, you can like Scotland, just, you know, an understanding you can go from like corner to the corner of a country in less than a day. 
You know, it doesn't take long to get from one side. I mean, I'm talking like the long way diagonal. Um, you know, so you can literally fit Scotland probably into like one of our smaller state, one of our, you know, medium smaller states. Um, New Hampshire. Yeah, like New Hampshire. Exactly. So then I you think get, you'd probably fit three or four of those countries in Texas easily. Oh, no, you could fit most. You can fit the world's population into Texas as you far as fit people the world's go. population in Jackson County, Florida, if they're shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And you can spread them out a little bit in Texas. But um, yeah, so the same issue they're having there, we need to be paying attention. You know, we've been we've been talking about on the show, you know, if you guys want to know what's coming here, watch what's happening over there. Because it's happening over in Europe first and it's getting out of hand. And do we, we, do we want to get to this point where we're having to react instead of doing something to prevent it? And that's kind of where Ireland's gotten to. The people just dealt with it. Their country was pushing them around. They didn't want to cause any problems, and now the problem is right there in their own land. Um, they're they're trying to say that there's too many white people in Ireland and too many white people in Scotland. Well, those are white countries, you know. Um, it's not like they've got a problem with black people whatsoever. They're you know, come on in, guys. People of color, not a problem. Um, but traditionally, it's that's that's like Africa being predominantly black. You know what I'm saying? It's just where cultures are where where you where you're from but they're trying to make you feel it, bad about it you know you know you can't be white I'm in a white so country. tired of the i'm so tired of the of the white versus black versus brown versus yeah asian versus i mean we're, we're people you know we we need to judge people on the content of their character not the color of their skin and even that statement um is from from the far left you know, we're, we're, we're judged because we say that when we honestly mean it mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it, it's horrible. I mean, it, it, you know, I don't, I don't care what color your skin is. No. I'm going to judge you on your actions and how you treat other people. And that's how we should all treat each other. I've always said, it's like, you know, if I don't like you, it has nothing to do with your skin color. It has to do with you being an asshole. <laughs> That's right. generally if I don't like someone's because they're a jerk, you know, um, no judgment, not because of color skin. And it just drives me up the wall because, yeah, I, I don't I mean, I know that there's racist out there, but I've been around this world and, and it's not as big as they say it is without a doubt. And, you know, like I said, is um the media pushes this. They're the ones that are responsible for this, the Democrats. And then they go through and every everything that happens doesn't fit their narrative is white supremacy or right wing extremists. And now we're watching this over in Ireland where literally wanting to protect your children from being stabbed randomly by an immigrant is now extremism, but, but white extreme or excuse me, right wing extremism. It's just madness. I know we got to put a stop to this. Yeah, And I, I, I would say that, you know, not to defend Democrats, but I would say that um, the, the powers behind um, what is going on in our world right now want to divide us mm -hmm. and they want to divide us in any way that they can. And they're going to use any method that they can um, to do that. And so it's not um, it's not a right versus left thing. It's a good versus evil thing. I think that's as Christians, as followers of Christ, I think that's some, something that we need to consider and to really keep in the back of our mind, not only when we're looking at news. But when we're doing our daily interactions with other people is to keep that in mind is that it's uh, good versus evil. It's not right versus left. I, I agree with you 100 percent.
And, you know, the problem is that, and I'll say this until I die, the greatest weapon in this entire world is not nuclear, it's not missiles, it's mainstream media. Because they can control what you think. And you've got kids now that are literally hate themselves because they're white or embarrassed of being white. Then you've got the other side, which is like, it's not racist to talk about white people. You know, racism is racism. You know, if you're talking bad because of someone's color of their skin or their culture or something like that, it's racism. So there's no, well, you can't be racist because you're black. It, it doesn't work like that. Anybody can be racist if you're hateful to a group of people. And, right. you know, and, and sadly, our, our kids right now are so indoctrinated. They're buying into this. You've got kids out there supporting terrorism in the streets. Well, part of the problem is, is that is that um, terms like racism or fascism or um, being a Nazi or being right wing or being left wing, um, those all all of the the um, definitions of those terms have been skewed to support whatever the narrative is mm -hmm. rather than actually um, give a definition to what those things um, uh, what, what, what those things uh, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? What, 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 what they, what they produce to society, mm -hmm. you know, that that's the problem is that um, all of our definitions have been hijacked. No, I agree. And I'm starting to think that isms are racist. Any ism, I don't, is there a good yeah. is there a good ism out there? Because all the ism seems to be like finger pointing, like gaslighting words. Oh yeah, they love isms. They mm -hmm. do, man. Nah. Well, we're gonna like I said, it's gonna be a shorter show tonight. Um, I just wanted to come on, hang out with you guys, uh, see how your Thanksgiving were, kind of run around, talk about what we had to eat. But I know that uh, Borderman wanted to come on and read something specific to you guys, and uh, sent it to me earlier. So, um, you know, if you're ready, if you want to read that, we'll go ahead and let you read that and kind of get in the conversation. You bet. So um, this was uh, posted on Twitter um, on one of the accounts that um, I follow, and I thought that it was very succinct to um, being thankful and the reason for the holiday and how we um, how we as believers should approach the holiday. And this is this, this is George Washington's proclamation. Um, it was from New York on October 3rd, 1789. Um, and I'll just, uh, I'll just read it. If that's okay. Yeah, please. Okay. So, um, from New York on 3rd of October, 1979 by the president of the United States, a proclamation from George Washington. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty God to obey his will to be grateful for his benefits and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have been um, by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Hmm. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November next, to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be, that we may, un 
then unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation for the signal and manifold mercies and the favorable impersonations of his providence, which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war. For the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have enjoyed since. For the peaceable and rational manner in which we have been established to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted for the civil and religious liberty which we are blessed, and the means we have acquired and diffusing useful knowledge, and in general for all the great and various favors which he hath pleased to confer upon us. And also that we may unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations, and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions, to enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws, discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as shown kindness to us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue and the increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows best given under my hand at the city of New York, the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1789, George Washington. Nice. You know, and, and they want to get rid of this. They want to at least change the name of the day. I've, I've heard what um, friends giving and truth giving like anything, but Thanksgiving, they just, they, they have to go try to ruin absolutely everything. Even things that were put here with the best of intentions to celebrate you know, thanks for what we have, not only in this world, in this country, but what God's blessed us with. Well, you know, there's, I think that there's some something that we as, as Christians need to push back against, and that is um, the acceptance of things in society that go against God's word and God's law. Mm -hmm. um, things like homosexuality and transgenderism and um, and, and things like that. I mean, God's word is pretty specific about those things, yeah. but at the same time, our nation was founded on godly principles. It was founded with, with God in control and us realizing that God's in control. Um, and, um, I think that, that we as Christians need to realize that and, and vocalize it and start pushing back against all of these things in our society that continue to, to degrade um, the, what, what God given us has given us, you know, mm -hmm. my opinion. No. And I, I agree. We, we've gotten so far away from everything. They try to change everything, make everything bad. And all this is, is the devil 
you know, trying to distract us. You know, I think uh, Matty Poo said something. Devil is um, ultimately our enemy. And uh, we know that we'll turn from God as a country. We'll bring about our own destruction. And so that's why they're working bit by bit. They're what, basically what they're seeing right now is they're trying to convince um, 90% of our country that the 10% are the majority. And the 10% are right. And sadly, a lot of people are falling for it, especially the younger generation. We've got a lot of cleaning up to do. Fixing the way that they think for one thing. So they're not going around supporting more ism, socialism, communism, you know, um, not understanding what this is, you know, um, going against or being anti-Semitism, you know, like everything. They're just they're trying to divide us, like you said, um, in any way they can, um, even down to religion where they will try to put, you know, call. Well, you you white people and your Christian religion trying to make it a white religion. It's like, no, we're not. Matter of fact, it was in Ethiopia before it was in Europe. So. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Like, they, they try to put words into our mouths. Like, I don't know about you or you or you, but I don't care if it's a white Jesus or a black Jesus. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? I love Jesus. I wasn't there to see him with my own eyes, so I can't say exactly what he looks like, just like nobody knows what God looks like. Um, right. We love Jesus for what he did for us. We love God for everything that, we, that we've been given. Um, color is never one of those things that's even crossed my mind. You know, what, what, you know, if we're looking at the white picture of Jesus or the black, Jesus doesn't matter to me. And it doesn't matter to most of us. I'd imagine. It's not only color. It's, it's, uh, it's culture too. I mean, um, I respect anyone's culture, you know, Hispanic, um, Arabic, uh, Indian, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, even, even European culture, they're different from what we have experienced as americans and i respect their culture and what is important to them um as far as is is what their uh um their values or beliefs are but there's a morality that that comes in when you when you think about um what christ taught and what the bible teaches and that's the line you stand on i don't care what food you eat i don't care what clothes you wear um, or how you wear them, um, that doesn't make any difference difference to me. Um, so that's, you know, they, they want to make the, the, the division wants to make all of those, those things important when they're really not. No, I agree. You know, Sarah says every human is a shade of Brown, except me, <laughs> except me. They'll all vouch. I'm like a, a really bright white. And then, you know, when I'm out in the winter wind, I'm a little like reddish tone. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, was one so white? <laughs> I think I think what's something interesting that was said in that um, George Washington piece, um, and something that Robin R. N. had said, uh, grateful for the land, grateful for the founding, uh, grateful for the people Amen. that we live around, and for our culture that we have as Americans. But what he said there was really interesting that they developed it. And they set it up that way so that the government could be a blessing for the people. Mm-hmm. I don't think that hardly any of us could look at this government and say that the government is now a blessing for the people. No. And, well, and, it is in a way. It's a blessing because they're waking people up at a quicker rate than they've ever woken up before. Right. It would have been nice to have never gotten to that point. No, it would have been wonderful never to get to this point. We've, right. I just we, we've, been, we've become very complacent <laughs> in letting the government take um, – authority and um and that that they that they don't actually have they were given Um, a very small charter 
of things yes. that they were allowed to do and that they were responsible for doing. Yes. And, and one of the main things was defending the borders and defending the nation. That's their number one thing that they're chartered to do is defend the land. And of course, they are not doing that at all right now. No. You know, that was one thing about me is that even when I years ago, when I considered myself more liberal, um, I was always a very small government person. I was more conspiracy theorist than liberal. So I, I'm like little to no government. You know what I'm saying? Keep your nose out of our business. Um, we got God-given rights that you guys can't mess with, and they're trying to mess with everything they possibly can at this point. Um, it's going to come to a point where people are going to end up rebelling. The question is, I'll be honest with you, we've gotten further than I ever thought people would allow. I thought people would have put their foot down long before now. You know, and that's why we have all the problems we have. Yeah. I mean, our government well, has been a blessing for the people in a long time. You know, there there, there is a point of government. Um, there there is a a duty that we we give up some of our um, God given rights to say, hey, we're going going to elect um, officials to say and make decisions, and that that will benefit the whole. The problem is, is that it's went way, way beyond that. And now it is so out of control that we are in. I, I, I don't I don't care what the three letter agencies might think um, listening to this podcast, but we are in that 1776 um, place right now as, as, as a nation. They are completely out of control. Except we're afraid to meet up at the coffee shops. Well, and, that's and yeah, talk we business. Need seventeen seventy four first, where we stop paying taxes and everybody comes. That's in. that's number one, you know, and that's the I always say is that if you don't want to go to war, the biggest way that you guys can rebel as a society and take back what's ours, simply stop paying taxes. Mm -hmm. right. You know, there's a point where they just can't come after too many people. Um, you know, they'll try, but that's the thing though is that. Once everybody gets on the same page and they're like, oh, so they're over at Mr. Duncan's house trying to collect his IRS cash. Guess what? The rest of the people that didn't pay their taxes mm -hmm. are right here in my yard blocking them from coming in. This so is where we need the to hard get. part about that is for, for most people to do that, they would have to quit their jobs. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. See, I agree. The thing is, is on um, paycheck and those taxes come right out. You don't get a choice. You don't get a chance to, to do anything with well, it. Ultimately, all that you can do is um yeah because then they'll, they'll start pulling money out of your you know like i said this would have to be like millions upon millions upon millions of people and like pepper says ain't gonna happen because you know you a lot of people don't do agreeing to not 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 pull taxes out well yeah the same thing though is that when you go in all you have to do is ask for your w-2s or whatever it is that you get there and then get them to take out as little as they possibly can to where it's your responsibility to pay it back at the end of the year and you just that don't. you can do yeah yeah, yeah. But there, the, there, there, there are ways to not pay federal taxes. I'm not saying that I, I, I'm not a tax expert. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> whatever, you know, you want to say. But a way. there are ways, there are ways that you cannot pay federal taxes legally because you're not uh, obligated to pay them. But it is voluntary. State taxes, state taxes are a different story. If your state has taxes, if you're a if income stat, tax state, you still have to pay those. And so that's I'll just leave it there. See, and I've got no problem, you know, paying local taxes because obviously the tax money does go to good stuff. 
politics and roads, education. Well, well, some places. Yeah. Um, when, when they yeah. actually <laughs> go to do the right education and so forth. But, um, yeah. you know, I've got no problem. The thing is, though, is that we have more taxes that we're being asked to pay. I mean, I, I always go to the same um, analogy is if you were to take one dollar bill, same digit, same serial code, that one dollar bill. How many times has that dollar bill in its lifetime been taxed? You know, yeah. it's taxed when you get it. It's taxed when you spend it. But everyone else that touches that same dollar bill, it's also taxed. So there's a point where that $1 bill's probably been taxed a million dollars over its lifetime. Right. It's generated more than its value by far. Yeah, your, your common taxes that you pay are enough to take care of everything that we need. But they convince you that we need this, we need that, we need that. But where are they sending our taxpayer dollars right now? Ukraine. To Ukraine. To so Israel, to, Israel, to wars, to keeping the border open, to funding these immigrants that are coming in here, giving immigrants turkeys and leaving homeless veterans sitting on the side of the road with nothing to eat on Thanksgiving, you know, so they, they take and then laundering, you know, so. Yeah, I, we, we also we also place our wealth in dollars yeah. rather than placing our wealth in um, things that actually have wealth yeah. um, like land um, mm -hmm. and precious metals whether it be gold or silver or lead and brass but um even, or, or or you know it, it there 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 are there are many things um that you can place your um your labor into that do not support the fiat dollar system yeah um and i think that that's i think that that's the important point that we need to all realize is that um you know duncan you and I are of the same age. We're never going to we're never going to see our um, social security. No, nope. I'm, I'm I'm convinced of that now. Our our parents may receive some of it for some of their lives, but you and I will never see it. No, and I'd rather and struggle. We're still paying into that, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so and so your wealth needs to be in things that are um, tangible and um and and that are worth um worth more to the populace um outside of the fiat system I, that's my you know that, no, that's my take anyway, no, I agree. anyway i'm i'm gonna put all my money in goober grape and healing coos <laughs> <laughs> taco bell man remember taco bell's gonna take over the world yeah according to what was that movie uh terminate was it uh it wasn't terminator it was another schwarzenegger movie though no it wasn't schwarzenegger it was um sylvester stallone Stallone, it was Stallone, yeah. Like Demolition Man or one of those. Sandra Bullock, with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, with Sandra Bullock, exactly. Tom, yeah, Taco Bell was like your fine dining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they owned everything. So let's talk here um, for the, let's spend the last part of this show talking about um, what we're going to take the isms back. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving isms and uh, Jesus isms and, and love isms. So we're going to spread some love isms. Um, we're going to go from person to person and let's just talk about what we're thankful for. Um, like I said, if you want to repeat things that I'm thankful for, cause we're often thankful for the same things yeah. that we're thankful for. That's Absolutely. not a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go I ahead. I think Libin should go first. She hasn't said much. Okay. So <laughs> okay. do you want to go first or you want to follow me? Cause I'm going to cover the gambit. He's, he always, he's <laughs> going to cover the gambit what I am, but I'm actually thankful for all the family, mem all my family members here and on, on the show. And um, I'm thankful that um, I have a great family surrounding and 
the people that I that I adore are in my life, and that's everybody here. So that's what I'm thankful for, and my my grandchildren, and of course my daughters. You know, I'm thankful for my family, my father. Um, my father is getting up there in years, and so I'm thankful for him. I got to speak to him today, and I'll let I'll let Joseph finish it all. Yeah, well, I'm thankful for a whole lot. First off. <laughs> I'm thankful for my my best friend in the world, Jesus Christ, yeah, for uh, loving me enough to give me a chance at salvation and uh, loving me enough to take me at my worst and and start molding me into my best. And I'm still far away from that, but he still loves me enough to keep working mm-hmm. in my life. Um, I love my sleeping dog. I love the dog that doesn't sleep. I love all of you, and I'm very thankful for for every one of you. Um. Like I said, this is a true family. God removes poison and he replaces that with people that need to be with you, that that help you grow in the right ways. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm just uh, thankful for the opportunities that we've been blessed with over the last couple of years. Um, Having a place that we live right now um, as things get chaotic. Um, I'm thankful for being able to see good in a world of chaos. Mm-hmm. That, that sometimes is one of those things that we really take for granted is the fact is that we can still laugh and smile watching what goes around. Um, I'm still thankful that the United States hasn't banned gas grills. Um, <laughs> it's the little things. Um, I'm thankful for the coups that we'll be having at some point down the road. I'm thankful for the chickens. Yeah. I'm thankful for um, just all the little blessings, the things that we notice that we don't notice. I'm thankful that God's given us um, the ability to help others when we can. Absolutely. Um, to, to become a little bit more humble. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for this platform that we have here where we yes. can gather and talk to each other, lift each other up, pray for one another, tell each other we love you. Um, I'm just grateful for pretty much everything. I'm grateful for the trials and tribulations that go on my life. I'm grateful that I was sick some months ago so that I'm not going to be sick when we go into the battle that we're heading into. <laughs> um, I'm thankful that there's not a racist bone in my body or a hateful bone in my body. And I'm thankful that God has kept me from throwing rocks at the evil people in this world, no matter how much I want to. So, and that can go on all day long, but we're short on time tonight. I just two other people here that want to tell what they're thankful for. So, um, John, Jason, which one of you wants to go first? Uh, I'll go I'll first. Go. No, go, go for ahead, it. John. All right. <laughs> um, those were some great things, Duncan. Um, I'm I'm grateful for a sound mind. I'm grateful that God gave me the ability to reason and use my mind. Um, it's a blessing to be able to think today. It seems like that's short short uh, shortcomings of a lot of people, and I'm grateful I'm not in that boat most of the time. Not all of the time, but most of the time. Um, like you, I'm grateful for hard times. They build character. They build strength. Um, God doesn't give us anything that we can't handle. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the kids on my baseball team. It's, it's a blessing to me to be able to teach them things and help them grow as, as people and, and help to develop their character in life. Um, I'm grateful that we get to eat every day. You know, some people don't get to do that. Um, like you were saying, they're taking care of immigrants. They're not taking care of our veterans. Some of our veterans go hungry every day. Um, so I'm grateful for, for the, the roof over my head. I'm grateful for my family, my wife and my kids. They're, they're a blessing to me. Um, 
I'm really, I'm, I'm absolutely grateful for every blessing he gives me. It's, it's, it's overwhelming at times, but just because I don't, I don't feel like I deserve it. Yeah. Because I am so, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm in that place to where I can take the time to think about things and that I can take the time to research things because some people scrap all day just to eat. So I'm grateful. I don't have to do that. Um, yeah, I, I could go on and on too, because life is truly a blessing. I'm, I'm grateful just waking up every day and getting to experience life as a human being. Yeah. I'm thankful for being able to tell what I'm thankful for. Right. I mean, There's it's way more blessings than, curses or bad things that happen in your life you know and i guess that's something to be thankful for too is just being an optimist yeah yeah to to be able to smile every day like you were saying yeah to still laugh in the face of all the chaos so amen yeah, that pretty much covers me well thank you jason what are you thankful for you know what um i was texting all of my family today um earlier in my life um we got together um as a family um all my aunts and uncles and kids and stuff and and we you know we we all centrally located in one place but we've gotten to the point where it's just not practical to do that anymore um if all you all don't know i'm the oldest of uh, 11 um minus one oh. because i had a brother who passed but my mother's um uh 34th grandchild was born this weekend and so she was up with my sister, my one and only sister, um, um, yeah, up in the Seattle area, um, spending the the Thanksgiving holiday with with her, and you know dealing with kids and new birth and, and all of that. Um, and I I really contemplated what I was thankful for this holiday season, and um, I texted all my aunts and uncles and my grandmother and grandfather and. Um, and just and and said, you know, um, growing up, I was really thankful for our family gatherings and what holidays meant to me, um, and um, got some really good responses back. Um, and you know, it's different now. Um, you know, we can't all get together. I mean, we tried last year, and we had to rent out the Rebecca Lodge here in town, and there was, um, you know, sixty of us. Um, in in there um in the rebecca lodge and it didn't even cover all of my siblings and, and my wow. nephews and nieces because a couple couldn't come so um i'm thankful for um i'm thankful for holidays i'm thankful that god reminds us through holidays about family and how family is important um and however you reach out to them um and i encourage anyone listening um, even if it's days after this podcast, if you didn't reach out to your family on the holiday, um, do it. Just reach out and say, hey, I really hope you had a happy Thanksgiving because um, holidays are about family and about being thankful for what God's given us. Um, and for me, um, the the um, revolving around um why we're thankful was always a part of my holidays um whether it be thanksgiving or christmas or new year's or whatever it was um realizing that god has given us gifts 
and that we should be thankful and um, responsive to him and be thankful for those gifts. And so um, whether it's something small, um, whether you're um, you got a phone call or a text from someone saying happy Thanksgiving or you even saw it on social media or whether you're spending the time with your family right now um, or you um, are listening to this later and and um, you got to spend time with your family. Thank God for the time that you got to spend with family because that's what uh, for me, that's what holidays and Thanksgiving is all about. And so um, that's that's kind of where I am in, in all of that. So I, I, I pray that everyone listening um, has a very, very blessed and happy Thanksgiving and that you're able to be thankful for something, whether it's something small or something big, um, wherever you're at, um, God's right there with you. Amen. And well said, um, you know, nothing makes you really put this all into perspective until you go through COVID lockdowns where you can't spend that time with your family. Families locked up in houses somewhere around, you know what I'm saying? It makes you really appreciate those times. Um, you know, this is going to be a, a nice holiday for me because um, I've got living here. I've got Moonwolf here. I've got my mom here. Um, John, I'm sure I'll pop him here at some point. We'll see Matt and Heb at some point. Um, I've always been a, very much of a loner. I've traveled around the States. I've traveled around other countries and I've always been a solo traveler. So the majority of the holidays and, you know, my late teens, early, you know, are on to adulthood. I've been alone. Um, and then the last like 15 years I've been with my mother taking care of her and it's just been her and I, and I certainly appreciate that. But when you get to spend time with family and, you know, there's a reason this is the first, uh, big meal, um, you know, big, big meal that I've had in a long time, because when it's just me and my mom, we're like, let's just go get some sliced ham <laughs> i remember that I, I said that on one of my shows and and, and next thing you know douglas is like i'm sending you a prime rib <laughs> yeah I can't, I can't imagine living let you uh you deal with that this year no no we had a we had a beautiful dinner oh, she's been at it since about eight this morning yeah we had a beautiful dinner you know this is our first thanksgiving together too in you know together mm -hmm. in person so uh yeah we wanted, i wanted to make it special for us and mom and Good for you. i have a mom you know i lost my mom when i was in my early 18 19. so it's big to have a mom she's a beautiful soul and i just love her to death and we worked in the kitchen all day today together it was really nice yeah i was outside with me awesome lady yeah she is mm -hmm. oh man I, sweetheart she's yeah she she had a great day she mm -hmm. got stuff so stuff that she's having her little trip to nap back there right now um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but the, the, it was great to get to spend because um you know moon wolf and i went outside mm -hmm. and, and you know worked in the greenhouse and you know some stuff like that um and we have our adopted son moon, moon wolf <laughs> exactly and, and our adopted son for, for christmas and he already knows what i'm getting him i'm getting him uh his own personal little shed because uh you know he is one of the hardest workers I know when he does oh, like yeah. agricultural, like land maintenance and that kind of stuff. You know, that's his big thing is like preservation mm -hmm. of land and just a bundle of knowledge. Um, I was like, you know, I know you're probably tired of having to walk through our mess in the garage. So um, we're going to go clear out this little area tomorrow and um, get that set up for him. And I'm sure he'll be happy to have his own little storage space out there. But, you know, I mean, Nathan's become just as much of our family. Um, 
as anyone else is. Mm-hmm. We love him. My mom looks at him like a son. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's just the little things fortunate, you know, because, uh, you know, for those of you know, don't know, is that when, when I purchased this house, um, I was the one packing everything back at my other place to make sure, you know, for me and my mom. So that was like nonstop work. And uh, Nathan came out here three weeks early and um, stayed here at the place that we're living at, making sure that, that you know, nobody was messing with the house. So I, you know, we didn't really know too much about the community then, so better safe than sorry, but he took care of the lawn and everything, and he's been a big help just in general around here, getting everything set up. John has come over here on multiple occasions and helped me out, you know, so there's a lot to be thankful for, and I'm, I'm really— You know, if you, if you think back to what the— pilgrims experienced in their first thanksgiving i I imagine it was like a lot like that Mm -hmm. because the indians were there and they made um they they made pacts and agreements with the indians and the indians were there at the first you know real thanksgiving um but that's that's all about what it is right that's all about what thanksgiving is is coming together with other people and and in community, in relationship, in um, sharing your struggles or um, someone helping you with something you need help with or you helping someone that needs help with something else. It's, that's what Thanksgiving is all about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a great analogy, Duncan. Thank you. Yeah, it's just um, we're, we're so fortunate. We are so fortunate. And I'll tell you one of the things. I get less and less annoyed by the deep state elite, the cabal, because they're just evil. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what they're going to do. W- what really bothers me are all the people in our own country that take for granted what we have. They're like, oh, if Trump becomes president, I'm leaving this country. Like today, I mean, on Thanksgiving, um, Kamala's staff puts out something basically saying as a counter to the right wing extremism, we're going to call out Trump who's when he becomes president, he's just going to go on a basically go on a gun rampage and just shoot people at will. Um, you know, they just don't appreciate what they've got. And, you know, I always say this up like Doc Holliday. Yeah. I know. go to another country. I'll tell you what, all of you out there protesting for Palestine, go to Palestine, take a little vacation over there. I hope you come back. Apparently they interrupted the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade today. Multiple times. Um, multiple times they're trying to keep us to a state of fear right now. They're talking about the oddly enough, the same way that the last pandemic started, this one starting over in China, some crazy pneumonia without cough. It's going to come over here and, and rampage around the world. So they're already setting up part two. Um, obviously pneumonia is a scary word for people. They know that COVID ain't going to work anymore, so they got to go with the next step. Um, right. Keep us all in fear. You know, we, we, we'd all do very well to do what John does with his uh, his baseball players because he's speaking into those little boys' lives, mm-hmm. and he's teaching them life lessons along with sports lessons. Um, we should all take that in, into consideration and and say, you know what? That's what we all should be doing in our community. Yeah. Yeah. Take the kid. No, I, I agree. You know, that's one thing that um, I've actually talked to my neighbors about is I'd like to get involved um, over here with local soccer teams and, and be a goalie coach, you know, for the same reason that John does it is, you know, it's one thing is that a bored kid is going to be a troubled kid because that's when you start getting in trouble. You give kids something to focus oh, yeah. on and something to do sports is an absolute 
um, phenomenal thing to teach children because a it's, it's teaching them how to be competitive, how to work hard for what they want, how to work with others, teamwork, you know, kind of a big so many life analogies in sports yeah, way, a whole lot. There of, is yeah. so, much, so much there. Exactly. You know, and I, I would love to work with a hockey team, but mm, not going to happen right here. So fortunately soccer's everywhere now. Um, mm-hmm. but I, but I do look forward to getting involved in just the little things like that, getting to really be part of the community. Um, that's what I told him when we moved here. I was like, I didn't come here just to live in your community. I came here to be part of your community. You know, and you to, do. Amen. Mm-hmm. when you do the sports thing, you get to know other coaches, you get to know umpires mm-hmm. in your area that aren't just in your little neighborhood that you live in. And, and you, you get to grow this community of people. Yes, Absolutely. Well, guys, we got about five minutes left and, you know, we always like to end in prayer. Um, you know, first I'll let you guys know tomorrow night, I will be doing the show that I had scheduled for Wednesday night. If you guys remember about the difference between prophecy and prophesy. So now that we're back on, obviously we're back on Podbean. So that's kind of, <laughs> I know I looked at her literally, I think it was like maybe 45 minutes for the show. And I'm like, I'm locked out of Podbean. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And I literally spent the last two days. I called in, or I called Douglas. I didn't realize that he was covering our spot last night. So I called him to apologize for not calling earlier. And I'm so thankful that I didn't walk in with the frustration I had dealing with Podbean and with PayPal because it would have started off with a couple of unchristian words. He's like, you know, you're yeah, live, right? It's, it's not just you, Duncan. It's, it's Podbean. Um, I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts and a lot of other podcasts have had to deal with the same issues so um there have been delays in episodes and everything else so bobby needs to get their proverbial crap together as far as i'm concerned they they do because what, what this all started with was um i do um you know the the pod points that you guys put in here the donations that you send over to um our uh, paypal um, I take those donations, I put them to the side and I use it to help people. So I, it's, it's what I call it. You know, so you guys are basically when you're sending in donations, you're tithing because I'm taking that money and I'm helping other people that are, can't afford to pay their bills, can't eat, you know, that kind of stuff. So we use it to help other uh-huh. people. And I've been putting out all this money, helping people. And then I realized that I haven't been getting any of my, my pod points, which is the money I thought I was using. So it's been coming out of my bank account. So I finally called them was like, uh, so you guys aren't, you know, you know, giving the money and people are paying for this. They, you know, you should at least do it so I can use it to help other people. And I thought it was going to be a big problem. Um, I mean, it turned out to be a couple of day problem just getting, you know, these people to to figure out what, what I needed to do to get it to work. Um, but thank goodness, mm-hmm. um, just in time for Christmas, I was able to get not all of it, but some of that back to where yeah. I could actually um, hand it out to help other people. Because that's the one mm-hmm. thing is that I don't. You know, especially with a show called Kilted Christian or any Christian show, um, you know, you shouldn't use it as a profit margin. And, you know, the one thing that I like to do is to help other people. And you guys give me the opportunity um, to do so. And, you know, and I, and I appreciate it. And certainly the people that you're helping that you don't realize you're helping, you're helping appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. We've helped people. Yeah, we pay it forward. Yeah, we, we do. We've helped someone with their roof. We helped someone replace the fuse box in their homes. Um, when people need, you know, Bibles, sounder Bibles and stuff like that, we help them with those. So we, um, you know, help when someone can't eat. So we generally do what we can, um, with all of your donations to help other people. So mm-hmm. you guys don't realize you're tithing, but you, you, you when you, you are. do those donations, yeah. but you are. 
Yes. Um, and and mm-hmm. I'm thankful, and so are the people that you're helping. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's it, especially you know this past this past year, we really helped someone that was really in a jam, and um, they were so grateful and thankful because um, they knew where the money was coming from. It was coming from the Casey. Exactly. You know, and Kitty too. Um, you know, I do have expenses to pay, but I ended up. That's why I, I do a job. Um, I take editing jobs and the archiving and stuff like that, so that I'm not pulling it out of what I call tithe money, mm-hmm. you know, which is donations that you guys bring us to here. So yeah, I do night work. Um, sometimes during the day, sometimes I get the bigger jobs, but God has always got me fed, sheltered. Um, so we're, we're tip top and good to go. So like I said, I am thankful for all of you. And so are the people that you're helping. Um, you know, God bless you all, the, you know, big deal. Like I said, is to be able to help other people in a world of, in a world of mostly people that want to help themselves. Yeah, yes. super important. Yeah, if you see somebody broke down on the side of the road, stop and ask if they need see, to make a phone call. At least you don't have to roll your window down all the way. No, nah, we're in Kentucky. You're on the road for five there minutes, you, or someone's yeah, pulling over, just, going, "What can I do? You need me to help fix your tire? You need to tow yeah. somewhere? Here, I can take your engine out right here and repair it." Like this is Kentucky. I love it <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> oh, everybody's so nice. <laughs> I know. It's, my my neighbor sent me this, and I'll read this real quick before I go on the prayer. Um, I just found this to be humorous because uh, this was, um, how do you know that you're living in Kentucky? And uh, I'm sure you people that live in Kentucky are going to appreciate this. Let me find it real quick. Where are you, Teresa? It is a, a it's a good place to be. It really is. It really yeah. is. It's a great, it's a great place to be. Small towns are a good place to be. Oh, it is. And Kentucky is like a state of small towns for the most part. I love it. It really so it's is. A, Outside of Lexington, Louisville, and Paducah, and Paducah area, Bowling the, Green, it's pretty small. Th- this is this is Kentucky right here. If someone in a Lowe's offers you assistance and they don't work there, you live in Kentucky. <laughs> That's so true, too. Um, if you've worn shorts and a hoodie at the same time, you live in Kentucky. Um, if vacation means going anywhere south for the weekend or hunting, you live in Kentucky. If you measure distance in hours, you live in Kentucky. If you know several people who have hit a deer more than once, you live in Kentucky. If, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have switched from the heat to AC in the same day and then back again, you live in Kentucky. If you can drive 75 miles an hour through a foot of snow without flinching, you live in Kentucky. <laughs> down a curvy back road. Exactly. All curvy back roads. <laughs> if you install security cameras on your house and garage but leave everything unlocked, you live in Kentucky. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. That is, uh, that, you are telling me that that is one of them. Yes. I literally have a security <laughs> camera at the corner of my garage, and I leave my doors unlocked. Oh, I know. I, you know, Bob, Bob says Tennessee's the same. They're basically so the same. So are you? I'm all. Aren't you going to lock the doors? He goes, no. I got a gun. I know. I always say no. I got a gun, <laughs> and I got and I got dogs. Let me know. Um, if you carry jumper cables in your car and your wife knows how to use them, you live in Kentucky. Oh, I know how to use them. If the speed limit on the highway is 55 miles an hour, you're going 80 and everybody is passing you. You live in Kentucky. That's so true. (laughs) Stop signs are more of a suggestion or excuse me. Speed limit signs are more of a suggestion. Um, Matter of fact, we have a sign here before you even got here. Totally. We literally have signs. It'll be like 45. And then the next sign will be like no longer 45. That's literally what they say. No longer 45. (laughs) Um, if driving is better in the winter because the potholes are filled with snow, you live in Kentucky. 
<laughs> if you know all four seasons, almost winter, winter, still winter, and road construction, you live in Kentucky. <laughs> if you find 45 degrees a little chilly, you live in Kentucky. If there's a Dollar General on every corner, you live in Kentucky. <laughs> There's five here. If you think that everyone else has a funny accent, you live in Kentucky. And if you actually understand these jokes and forward them to all your friends, you also live in Kentucky. Um, That's awesome. That was, I love that. I, I needed that good laugh. We've got a great neighbor. She brought us pumpkin Hi. meringue. Pumpkin, yeah, pumpkin pie good. meringue. Oh, so good. It was it, really good. Yeah. We got great neighbors. We got new neighbors, neighbors building too. Food. Hmm? Yeah, you live in Kentucky, you're going to get food. <laughs> yes, exactly. You live in Kentucky and your neighbor, you're going to know your neighbors because they're all bringing like pies and, mm -hmm. and yeah. We we should all live in places where our neighbors bring us food. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Or we bring our neighbors food. Food, yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, one, that's where we live. We live in this, we live in a phenomenal community here, just of loving people, just in general. I went out yesterday just to grab a couple of things and to fill out a, a application just for a part-time job over at Ace Hardware, because, hey, I can deal the discount. That'd be nice as well, and extra income. And literally, I think out of the 25 people that I saw, 25 of them carried on a conversation with me and mm -hmm. said, oh, happy Thanksgiving, and you just, yeah. as nice as can be, just, I mean, everyone I here is nice. Was that? Because uh, I keep telling my wife, I, I need to find a job, not because of the money, I need to find a job so I can go interact with people again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I need to Harbor be out. Freight. Yeah. I don't care <laughs> where yeah, I've worked freight. at Wendy's if I can work the drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. That's you you I, talk all day long. <laughs> you have your own podcast. So going. <laughs> That's one of my things. It's like the most talking that I do in a day um, are with the same two people, three people, two dogs. <laughs> And then, right. uh, and then the show, I'm like, okay, let's just talk for an hour and a half. <laughs> well, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a big extrovert, big time. Yeah. you Like are. I love being out and around people and I'm never out around people anymore, except driving my kids back and forth from places. Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm a pretty big introvert. Yeah, you are. I am too. Until you get yeah, on I'm, a podcast. I'm, I'm, a big, <laughs> I'm a big introvert and, um, I, I really appreciate everyone praying for me, um, with the new job, which is going well, but. It's a company of like 25 employees and I see seven of them every week. And so um, I don't have the opportunity to spread the gospel like I do. I understand exactly what you're saying, John, um, about wanting to um, interact with other people and have that opportunity. So um, I'm very thankful for my job. Don't, don't get me wrong, but, uh, and, and thankful that I'm able to, have personal interactions with the people I do have interactions with every day. And we should all be thankful for that and, you know, share the gospel where we can. Um, but the ability to just interact with the general public or random strangers, um, that's, that's another story. Yeah. That's why we, we get out because there's no strangers here. You go to any store, whether they know who you are, recognize you or not, you're about to get into a conversation. You, yeah. you literally can't go to a drive through anywhere without a conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, and the whole thing is, too, is it's just everybody's nice. I, everybody's laid back, which is great because, you know, I come from Arizona and no one says hi to you. No one opens a door for you or anything like that or offers to help. It, it is it's like I'm in a different world. 
Yeah, it's and it's nice uh, because someone was saying. Uh, I think Maddie Poo in in the chat was talking about uh, Steve's Ace Hardware. They are so awesome there, and so anybody carry that out for you? No, yeah. that's the that's the thing. But yeah. that's me. I helped some guy, some man, when we first moved here, yeah. carry out a huge pole. You, you ask ask her like I everywhere asked I go. Do you need help? <laughs> everywhere I go, I'm like, can I carry that out for yeah. you? Do you need help? Have you ever done this before? Let me show you how to fill yeah. out this order. Like. I, so you fit right in. Oh mm -hmm. man, I, I'm. This is literally. I, I just said that yesterday. I was like, man, I literally fit right into this place because yeah. everybody else is the same way. But um, so we're gonna do a little prayer and, and get on out of here so we can get some work done and we got a yeah. busy day tomorrow. Um, uh, Boylan, would you do us the honor and pray in us out tonight? Absolutely, awesome. I, I'd love that. Thank you very much yeah, for the opportunity. Pleasure. All right, um, Heavenly Father, thank you for this community. Um, thank you for those that are listening right now on, uh, on live stream to Kilted Christian or those who are listening, um, on the replay. I just pray that everyone has a blessed Thanksgiving with family and friends, Lord, and that, um, if they're feeling, um, depressed or they're not having the, um, holiday that they wanted, Lord, that you'd meet them in that place, um, and that you would, um, encourage their heart and mind. Um, Lord, I thank you that um, I have so many things to be um, thankful for. Uh, my friends, uh, my family, um, my job, um, all of the things that you've blessed me with. Lord, I, I recognize those as gifts that you've given to me. And um, I bless you, Heavenly Father, for those things. Um, and I just ask that, uh, that everyone who's, uh, who's hearing this um, will be blessed in their own situation. Um, that you would meet their needs, um, that you would give them a, a happy holiday, and that um, you would help us all to be remindful of um, the things that um, we should be um, should be thankful for most, and and and, and importantly, Lord, that we should be thankful for um, the sacrifice of Jesus and um, His sacrifice to be our Savior, um, and that was your plan all along. Is that um, is that he would be here um, because you love us. And so I pray that you would pour out your Holy Spirit upon anyone who hears this um, and help us um, help us all to realize that you love us and that you want to have relationship with us and that it only comes through um, through him. And so I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Absolutely beautiful, man. And I, and I thank you so much for that prayer. Um, yeah, absolutely beautiful. We, uh, you know, we got so much going on um, in this world. Things are going to get chaotic, but we just need to stand firm, put all of our problems and anxieties in God's hands. He's going to take care of it and just keep on, you know, spreading that gospel, spreading love, praying for one another. You know, there's a lot that we can do. Um, and the one thing that we don't need to do is worry, fear not, you know. Um, so Amen. And, you know, that's why I love coming together. So I'm very thankful, uh, Boilerman, that you came on tonight. Brother, I love you. Um, you, you are a man of Christ, you know, and, and I'm just thankful that you're in my life. Oh, thanks for having me on, bud. Oh, absolutely. And John, you know, I love you, brother. Love you, brother. You're, you're, you're always here, man. You know, you're always welcome on here and I hope to see you soon. Hopefully um, you'll come out to the holiday hoopla over here in, in Flemingsburg, um, which will be coming up either next week and the weekend after. So we're, we're going to be um, probably not doing um, shows the next couple of weekends because, uh, Livin and I are going to be um, getting a whole lot of stuff together. So don't forget that um, the beginning of December, and, I, and I'll label it um, thanks or uh, holiday giveaway. 
We're going to be doing our holiday giveaway Q&A show. That'll be coming up either the 1st or 2nd December. We'll decide what day that is. And uh, we're going to be working on yes. um, sweatshirts. We're going to be working on T-shirts. Um, hats are going to be ordered. So all that stuff will be um, taken care of here over the next couple of weekends and then sent out before the holidays. So hopefully you get that stuff by the holidays. Um, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Like I said, is we're going to we're holding off mainly for the uh, the orders for the shirts and the sweatshirts so that we can get the right sizes. That way, you guys, if you answer the question and you win a, a sweatshirt, for instance, or a hoodie, you you would email us and put um holiday giveaway. And in, inside the email, you would tell us um what you won, what color, what size, and then we'll make sure to get exactly what you want. So. It's going to be fun. I know John will be joining us that day with some Q&A. Um, Dustin. Dustin Nemos yeah. will be here as well. Um, he'll yeah. be joining us again awesome. next week as well. So it's going to be fun. And we love doing these. Uh, we love doing these. Um, yeah, no, no, no study sheets. The study no. sheet is called the Bible. So um, the Amen. Bible. And then we'll have a couple of questions of topics relating to this last year's um, shows. Yes. And they won't be hard ones. Like how many times have I said the? In the last 150 episodes. <laughs> oh my God. You can't go back. And I know. I don't even that. have time to count. <laughs> right. So Mima, this show will either be the first or the second of December. It'll be the, towards the beginning of December. And uh, our sh the show title that night will be um, holiday giveaway. So you guys know um, which oh, one it is. Know. And then we'll announce it yeah, um, like at least three days prior yeah. to let everybody know um, mm -hmm. what's going down. So it's going to be fun. I always look forward to those. I look forward to mm -hmm. doing these little giveaways. And, you know, this year's little special thing is we're going to have um, a couple of giveaways of uh, Chasing Squirrels with Douglas um, Kilted <laughs> Christian shirt or hoodies and stuff like that. And then the hats this year, we're going to be doing the pink and blacks. We're going to be doing the white or the, the black hats with white stitching, black hats with pink stitching, and black hats with fluorescent yellow stitching, which will be a new one that we have not had before. Yes. So... It's going to be awesome. But um, Borgelman, John, thank you so much, guys. Um, I hope you had an absolutely beautiful Thanksgiving, and I'm honored that you guys uh, gave me a little bit of your time to share here on Kilted Christian this evening. And, thank you. Well, thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. And Livin, thank you so much for like a phenomenal dinner. I'm still stuffed. I, <laughs> I need to go outside and run a few laps around the house so that I can make room for... Uh, you can go check on the chickens. Coconut cream pie. <laughs> oh, yes. Make room for the turkey sandwich because oh, we all got to have a turkey sandwich at Absolutely. Oh, no, no, well, I've already got my plate in the microwave. He's already, plate already <laughs> go. I, my, 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 my breakfast <laughs> is generally around 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And then my lunch is about three o'clock in the morning, and then I don't eat dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. I always go back out about five and yeah. add something else. <laughs> something else. My pecan. That's about, that's about where I'm at. Oh, Give right. Give or take an hour or two. <laughs> well, you guys should just sit up and talk. I don't, I don't know what it is, man. It's like filling at two thirty in the morning. My neighbor's probably waking up, like, "Why am I smelling steak?" Dude, I'll pass out for like <laughs> I'll pass out for like five minutes. And then wake up with like the appetite. So it always, <laughs> it always goes down that uh, way. He's going to have some pecan pie. Some pecan. Pecan. Pe pecan. <laughs> hey, for all of you pecaners, I love you anyways. <laughs> you better. Pe pecant. <laughs> but anyways, I want to thank all of you again and thank all of you here in the chat. I hope you all had beautiful, beautiful holiday um, today. Spent some time with the family, had some good food. We'll be back tomorrow evening for uh, 
episode 492, which will be the difference between prophecy and prophesy, which is one that I've been wanting to do for a while. And then I will keep you updated as to what we're going to be doing over the weekend. But like I said, we're going to be busy getting everything mm -hmm. printed out because we make all the t-shirts. The we make all the hoodies and all that other stuff um, ourselves. So that takes a little bit of time. Fortunately, we got the equipment to do it. And uh, hopefully I get to see John down here for the holiday hoopla and Matt and Hev at the holiday hoopla. I'm going to get you guys all on ice skates. We're going to go ice skating. I won't die on ice skates. Yeah. Tilting Christian on the, on the ice rink. I want to see that. I'm going to be filming. <laughs> oh yeah. She'll be filming. I have like weak ankles, but I'm going to try. I said I would try, but if it doesn't work, I'm going to be filming. Yeah, I've got. I, I was, you, you can film them all on the ice. Yeah. I can just sit on the ice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no kilts um, on ice. That, I've tried that before, uh, and it, you it got was only outfit I could wear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try. I do have some pads, so and I've got um, like super nice skates that I am too amateur to be able to own. But fortunately, I work for a professional hockey team, so I got some pretty awesome gear. Um, Especially these skates, because I've got um my I broke my ankle, my leg from top to bottom, had to get it completely rebuilt. And the skates that I have are like the Reebok pumps. Oh yeah, yeah, you remember those? I, I yeah, cast food almost. Oh yeah, exactly. So it's going to be awesome, and I will tell you the stories. Um, hopefully I don't come in with a concussion because that'll be a very fun show. <laughs> okay, so in the last thirty seconds, you've missing the broken leg, like femur broken, and a concussion. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I'm the one that He's knows like, how no to speak. <laughs> yeah, and Steve, I promise I will not cut anyone's throat on purpose. Oh my god, <laughs> on on purpose. Don't even bring that up, Steve. I'm gonna put Steve in the chicken. Know, I'm not very good at talking people into this skating no, thing. No, you're am not. I? I'm like, let's go skating. <laughs> I'm gonna get a concussion and a broken leg. <laughs> no, ouch. But anyways. Once again, okay. I love you all, and I'm thankful that you took some time out of your holiday to spend with yes. us. Thank go, you. Go get some pie. Go get a turkey sandwich um, with Boilerman. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> evening for Kilted Christian episode 492, The Difference Between Prophecy and Prophesy. Guys, I love you very, very much. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, and I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we held At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night That our flag was still Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave.
Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your holiday. Guys, remember, we are so fortunate to know how this ends. God wins. I saw it in the book, the very end of the book, too. You can skip the rest of it, go right to the end to see that. But I would recommend reading everything before that, too, because the gospel is kind of important. So are the laws. But, guys, I love you very, very much. I am so thankful to be able to spend the evenings with you. Hope you have a rest of a beautiful, beautiful day. And remember to fear not, stress not, let go of the anxiety. Hold that line. Keep on praying. Spread the gospel from nation to nation. We're going to get through this just fine, but there's no reason to worry. We have each other, so let's unify. Let's not divide. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow night for episode 492 of Kilted Christian, difference between prophecy and prophesy. Have a beautiful rest of your evening. We love you, and God bless.